nothing comes without risks and consideration. One of the biggest consideration of using an IRA is finding a custodian or trustee. They're authorized to essentially deal in the non-traditional assets through IRA. You have to do your own research. Are you ready to transform your life? This is a no-nonsense show helping immigrants like you create generational wealth, even while working full-time. Get ready to take notes. Here's your host, Socket Jane. Welcome back, my Great to Wealth listeners. I hope you're well. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how to use your IRA, your individual retirement account, to buy real assets. Instead of what? Worthless papers. Of course, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. This specific episode is more geared towards, maybe more geared towards the investors in the U.S., but I'm pretty confident that everyone will be able to apply similar strategies in most countries. So listen in and get ready to take notes. You know, as I talk to people about their investing goals, I realize how many folks are interested in investing in real assets, but just don't have the cash to do it. But guess what? I learned that you can use your IRA, your individual retirement account, to buy assets, which is a super cool way to access alternative investments without needing a ton of liquid cash upfront. That's why I wanted to share this information with you. When I first learned about this option, I could not believe that my own financial advisor had never mentioned it to me. I felt frustrated, a little bit misled, and quite frankly cheated that I've been missing out on a valuable opportunity to grow my wealth. But I also felt empowered, you know, now that I know that I have the ability to take control of my retirement savings and make investments that align with my goals and values. So one example of potential power of using IRA, somebody who used it, is the assets that Mitt Romney reported, right? $100 million in his IRA. This is a proof that it's possible to accumulate a significant amount of wealth in the IRA. Now, you know, the contribution limits of IRAs are $6,000 or so. You can't really accumulate your way to $100 million there. So how did he do it? Mitt Romney, along with his partners at Bain Capital, they were buying broken companies, they would fix them up, and then they will sell it for profits all within their, within their retirement accounts. So it really illustrates that if you know how to do it, using your IRA to buy assets like businesses, private businesses, is an accelerated way to reach your financial goals and your financial independence. I'm really excited to share this information with you because I do believe that everyone deserves to have this knowledge and the resources that so they could use it to make informed decisions about their retirement. So whether you are just starting to plan for retirement or you're well on your way, I really hope that this podcast will give you some insights, some valuable insights and ideas to consider. Now, before we dive into the details of using an IRA to buy assets, let's actually start with the basics. You know, our philosophy of no investor left behind. What is an IRA? An IRA, for those of you who don't know, is really an account, a financial account that's established there to save money for retirement. There are really four types of uh, IRAs, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, simple IRAs, and SEP IRAs. Traditional SEP IRA and your simple IRAs are pretty much the same thing. They're, most of the contributions are tax-deferred, and you that money grows tax-free, and then when you take it out, you pay taxes. Right? There's another one, which is Roth IRA, Roth IRA is really where you pay after-tax contributions. The contributions are not tax deductible. Your money grows tax-free, but when you take it out, you actually do not pay any taxes. 
So depending upon different situations, personal situations, one may be better for you than the other, right? So this is not an episode to see which IRA is better for you. This is more for an intro, maybe a one-on-one on IRA of what exactly it is. Now let's discuss next, what are the benefits of buying an asset, a real asset within your IRA? As you may have guessed, one of the biggest benefit is the potential tax advantages. With traditional IRA, for example, you can contribute with pre-tax dollars, which in turn reduces your taxable income for the year that you're making a contribution, most likely. And this can result in lowering your tax bill, which essentially means more money to invest. The earnings on your investments are growing tax deferred, which is amazing. And so you don't have to pay taxes of them until you withdraw the money in retirement. And if you use Roth IRA, it's even accelerated, especially if you can grow the money at a faster pace. The next, uh, the next real benefit is the control and diversification that it provides you. Let's take an example. If you were to buy real estate within your IRA, for you get to choose the specific property you invest in. Nobody else guides it for you. You can have help, but you decide what you buy and how do you manage them and how are they maintained. And if you were to buy precious metals, you are now diversifying your portfolios in ways that you might not have been able to do that with the traditional paper assets, right? So you're diversifying and you are providing, adding more control. Now, you may also earn higher returns on your investments, potentially, right? For example, you know, real estate provides income to different sources. One is the cash flow, which is the, your income from the rear rents minus all the expenses, and the other is the appreciation. The precious metals may not be correlated with the other asset classes and also provides such against the inflation. So all in all, you may be able to balance your portfolio and not even balance, but grow it faster. But nothing comes without risks and consideration, right? One of the biggest considerations of using an IRA is finding a custodian or trustee. They're authorized to essentially deal in the non-traditional assets through IRA. You have to do your own research and really find the one that can handle your investments. So I really recommend making sure you do your proper research on that, right? There are certain rules and restrictions of what you can buy in an IRA or not. For example, you can't buy collectibles like artwork or stamps. You can't buy life insurance and there are other such restrictions. If you violate these rules, you, can, you may have to pay penalties and taxes on your IRA. Right? Other is could be, in some cases, you may have to pay taxes on your earnings or profits, especially the assets that have leverage on it. So if you're buying with debt from a real estate, you have to be really careful. You have to know it. Right? It's nothing scary. You just have to know it. Also, there are some prohibited transactions that you can't buy for a certain individual or for yourself. The more details to it, right? You have to think through, you have to research on that outside of the podcast. Now, let's take an example, you know. Let's take Jane, who is a 35-year-old accountant. I'm making it up. And she's interested in buying real estate as an investment vehicle, but she doesn't necessarily have enough cash. But she's been working hard. You know, she's been contributing to her 401k. And also, she's not satisfied. Just like me and you, not satisfied with the returns that traditional investments are giving her. One day, might I say, she was listening to a podcast, Migrate to Wealth. (laughs) And the episode exposed her to the option of buying a real estate into using her IRA. She got intrigued, started doing some research, and discovered the world of self-directed IRAs and custodians that allowed her for alternative investments like real estate, which was aligned to what she was she wanted to do. She decided to roll some of her 401k into a self-directed IRA with a reputable custodian that she had fully researched on, and that allowed her for real estate investments. With her IRA account funded, 
Jane now starts to look for potential real estate investment opportunities. Now, Jane is an astute investor, so she spends several months researching properties, analyzing market trends, seeking advice from real estate agent and also real estate investors in that area. And after thorough due diligence, she actually finds a duplex, which is in a growing area, has a good potential for both appreciation and cash flow. She decides to use her IRA funds to purchase the duplex for about $300,000. Uh, for the sake of simplicity, we'll assume that the IRA had enough funds to allow her to put the down payment for the property. The rental income now from the two units covered all her expenses, including the mortgage, the property taxes, and the property management fee, the astute way of buying a property. You know my take on that. Now, the duplex ended up appreciating to about $500,000 in the next uh, five, seven years. And what has happened to Jade is now is her, not only her portfolio is growing, but she's also generating passive income inside of her IRA portfolio, which she used to buy new properties within her IRA as a down payment, right? She also learned that the investments within the IRA are protected from creditors in the event of bankruptcy or legal judgments, which essentially means that if she were to declare bankruptcy or she got sued, the creditors will not be able to take go after the assets that are held in her IRA, which includes real estate, property, includes precious metals to pay off her debts. So that gave her additional peace of mind, knowing that her retirement savings are safeguarded in the event of financial hardships. And you never know when they hit, right? So what would have happened if she invested in a duplex outside of her IRA? So first of all, she would have to come up with the down payment price in cash, and she would have been responsible to pay all the capital gains taxes once she got rid of the property, right? And she would not have been protected from creditors. She could have been sued, and the income may not be all tax-free. So it would have been just like another investment with the added burden of taxes. So by investing in the duplex through a self-directed IRA, Jane's retirement savings and income really grew tax-free, right? And the property remained protected from creditors. So this not only increases her return on investment, but also her overall retirement security. Wow, isn't that powerful? I know if you're just like me, you're thinking about why did your financial advisor not tell you about using your IRA to buy real estate or private businesses or other non-traditional assets? I've been frustrated there before, right? But if your financial advisor simply doesn't have much experience with this type of investing, right? They don't feel comfortable bringing that up or maybe their own investing preferences might not be open, might not align with what we just discussed. That doesn't mean you're wrong. It's just that they're not the right advisor for you, right? And also the second, which is more important part is by selling traditional products like stocks, mutual funds, and bonds, they generate commissions for themselves, right? So they're really not going to be that excited about discussing the option of using an IRA to buy assets, which could definitely, which will definitely involve more work and potentially lower fee or maybe no fee to the advisor, right? depending upon the structure you have. So you're with me so far? I know I'm sharing a lot with you on this episode. So you have the podcast, right? So you can recommend, you can go back and listen to me again. And trust me, it will all make sense. It's just a paradigm shift. And these shifts take some time to grasp. But once you grasp it, it will be life-changing. So let's discuss how you get started. You may have gotten some hint along with when we were discussing Jane's example, right? As a starting point, you need to have an IRA. If you don't have one, you'd have to open one up. 
And you have to be careful about the annual contribution limits and understanding the withdrawal, how you can withdraw funds and all that good stuff. Your traditional banks, you know, the Fidelities, the Schwabs and stuff, they would help, they can help you open one up, right? And then you can go from there. So once you have that, you need to choose a custodian to hold your assets. This is a financial institution, as we were talking about, that keeps your assets safe and helps you buy and sell things within your IRA. There are lots of custodians, right? There are that offer self-directed IRA options that let you hold a wide range of assets beyond traditional paper assets, worthless paper assets, the stocks, the bonds, the mutual funds. Some examples include Kingdom Trust, Equity Trust, Sterling Trust. I'm not endorsing them. I would highly recommend you take the time to research and compare the custodians and find the one that works best for you and fits your needs. The things you would want to consider are fees. What are their fees? What are their investment options? And how reputable they are? And most importantly, how is their customer service? Right? Once you've picked a custodian, you would have to set up another IRA with them. You got to fund it with the contributions or rollover you know, other from your other retirement accounts. The custodian will give you all the necessary paperwork and um, they'll help you with the instructions for this process. And most of them will actually handle you. Now, the next is the fun part, which is buying an asset within that, which of course, you know me by saying that is you have to evaluate it. You have to be diligent in making sure that you pick the right asset class, you diversify your portfolio and all the good things that we need to do, astute investors, and to make sure that we are diligent in buying our investments in the IRA. With that, we're really coming at the end of this episode. Hopefully you felt that I can talk at this topic at length, right? In hours and hours. I'm very passionate about activating retirement accounts for investing in real assets. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. So in summary, using your IRA to buy assets can be a great way to grow your wealth and diversify your portfolio and achieve financial independence. But it's important to consider the risks and potential consequences of these types of investments. You want to seek your advice and do your own research. With that, thanks for listening to Migrate to Wealth podcast. I hope you found this information helpful and that it has given you some ideas to consider as you plan for your retirement. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Schedule a call with me if you have any questions. If you know where to find that in the show notes below. Cheers, and I will see you here again soon. Take care. If you got value from this episode, you might consider sharing this content with a friend. But most importantly, be sure to take action on what you've learned. One way you can take the next step is to connect directly with Socket on an investor call. That link is waiting for you in the show notes below. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Please consult your own advisors when making any investment decisions. Keep listening. We'll see you on the next episode.